Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Let me ex- explain something besides the jaw walk go- going off, which I'm such a professional. Oh, no. There's the dog barking. What is that? Yay, she she's up. Hold on. Is that someone at my door? I got bad. I had to go out and pull. Hold on. No, we're good. What's that? So that's you. You sound like the beginning of a bad Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, so no, I was gonna say about the the robe thing until the cat jumped off. Off, ow, my arm is. Uh, Saris, our our brown long uh long haired cat. She she's uh uh she likes to nurse on this particular robe, and so I was just bonding with my cat. Mm. Yeah. I'm not in my pajamas. I'm wearing a le- less than Jake shirt today. You like ska? Do you listen to ska? Actually, yeah, I, I enjoy ska quite a bit because uh, I, I'm I'm one of the people. Well, I've had this conversation with a few people that ska actually really originated, I believe, in Mexico. And in, in that that specific sound and, and that was brought over to United. Yeah, ska's fun, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I, you know, the fun thing is the thing is I've never gone seen a, a ska band um in live and i've mm-hmm. heard that's a lot of fun yeah yeah uh Le- less than jake is is outstanding you know they lean heavier on the the punk side of of ska than say like a des desmond decker or even uh, operation ivy to give something even more more contemporary speaking of that that cat and that ro- robe here she is again um yeah man but uh live shows are are good almost all almost anything live is is good you know in some way just because you can feed off the crowd and and stuff like that and you know it's actually loud i think maybe anyways welcome to the daily cup of genre everyone i was talking about the live shows that we do which are also brought to you by grow generation where the pros go to grow like you can see see on your screen uh but yeah uh doing things live is a is a lot of fun uh, uh, it's like baseball. Even uh, you and I have talked before about certain sports are are better live than than uh uh not. Um, baseball is one of those. But yeah, dude, dude, I uh, no, but okay. Look, look, I love baseball, but I cannot. I can sit through a whole game live of any like minor league, college, uh, pro, but I can only watch so much on TV. And that shit's going into extra innings. No, I'm done. <laughs> extra innings, especially now, is when it gets most exciting. I know, I know. Uh, I, 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 I like uh, ho- hockey's like my, my, my sport. That's the one I watch no matter what, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, uh, but yeah, no, like I don't like NASCAR at all. But I'll go to any race live, like drag racing, circular circuit racing. Uh, 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 something I would really actually like to see is like a a uh and i know it's a different type of spectation for for rally crop but i'd like to see like a, a rally rate i think that'd be kind of kind of cool that'd be kind of you know fun if, I, if i accidentally start watching a nascar race chances are <laughs> i'll watch it 
I don't know why, but I I just I get sucked Ow. in. And I and I used to watch it quite a bit more. Actually, I was a big Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan, and, and obviously mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon being a Bay Area guy. So uh, yeah, I know quite a bit more than I should. Uh, but you know, hey, whatever. I I I just enjoy sports in general. I think the only two sports I cannot watch on television are golf and tennis. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Those those are a little bit harder to to de- deal with. Kind of like a, you know what I don't don't get. We we humans were so far advanced above our 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 pets, and yet I won't inconvenience her, despite the claws in my arm inconveniencing me. It's it's ter- terrible. Uh, anyways, this is the daily cup of genre here on on lrmonline.com and the genreverse podcast network, wherever you get your podcast from, and available on YouTube. Please like, share, follow, subscribe. Daily cup of genre covers everything. In entertainment and sports and wrestling and other crap, crap Manny and I want to talk about him. Kyle, <laughs> that's Manny. And yeah, man, uh, uh, Gig Pata just tweeted out uh, uh, something about um, the Batman. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll read from him as last night. I say just tweeted out because it's, it's morning time when we're seeing all this. But seven hours ago, he tweeted out. So the Batman is dark, dark and grounded. Footage from CinemaCon gives me confidence with Robert Pattinson as the Caped Crusader. For those of you that don't know Gig Potter, you're wrong. Go to our YouTube channel and watch the guy. Guy, He talks to everyone like Manny and, and Nancy do as, as well. So lots of great interviews there. But he's got a – Gig is a very, very interesting person, especially being here at this, this website because he's not quite – as geeky as all of us, but there's definitely geek things that he likes. Uh, he's a film buff, like a very, very knowledgeable film buff, and he's been doing this for a while. So you can really, like, I've, I've seen him say, you know, this movie's not for, for me, but I can tell it's well put together and people will probably like it. He's that type of person, and guess what? Most people end up liking the movie. Basically, I'm saying take, take the guy's word with a l- little bit of weight. Not a lot, but... What, what do you think, man? What do you think about what he had to say, say about it? And am yeah, I wrong I, in I, characterizing I, him that way? <laughs> I, I really respect his opinion, especially because mm-hmm. he's the one, he's the reason why I am an interviewer now. Just he, he, he taught me a lot of the things I know. Um, <clears throat> so when when he says something's good, I, I, it, to me, it holds a lot of weight because uh, he's, he's not as easily impressed as I am with shiny mm-hmm. things. So. <laughs> it's it's true because he, he he scored me one time for enjoying mortal Kombat, and i was like i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you will um, not shame me <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it um yeah i'm i mean i'm excited for it from the it looks grounded from what we saw just based on the trailer and um just overall lackluster performance, I guess, from Warner Brothers yesterday, just because a lot of the stuff they want to show off, I think they're saving for fandom. That's that's interesting. I, I, the whole re- reason I, I ow, brought it up is damn cat's claws. Um, uh, is because you you were the one that were like, I think they're going to show something from the Bat- Batman at at CinemaCon, and you also thought p- potentially Black Adam. I don't know. Did did anything pop up for Black Adam? Nope. The only other thing that was revealed was the uh, was the big big reveal was the name for the Matrix Four. Oh, which is Revelations? No, that was the uh, Revolution, Reincarnation, Reanimation. Uh, Some... I'm just I'm just being a, I'm just kind of being a jerk at this point. Oh, Matrix Four title. Let's see. Uh, 
of course, of course, they want you to click on the damn article. So I gotta go go in. Resurrections. And it's there Resurrections. It is. Matrix Resurrections. I knew it started with an R. Yeah. Okay. And and interesting. Uh, but let's let's stick with the the DC thing. You you thought they'd sh- show some footage, and you thought there might be a true trailer, and that they they would hold on to it till fandom. They did show some stuff, and I think you're you're right. They might hold on to to it until fandom. But it wasn't like a regular trailer, right? No, I think it was just yeah. footage. And then the trailer that they did show was very, very similar to the one that they had already shown last year. Okay. So got it. I'm sure that they just, I mean, they got such a great reaction from fandom last year. Mm-hmm. I think they did. They're trying to make that kind of splash again. And it makes sense. I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, it's, it's um the big, the biggest DC day, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that that's that's cool cool man that's that's a couple i keep tell, telling people you, they, they need to watch this show you and i kind of have our fingers on the pulse of a lot of a lot of things we're not always a hundred percent accurate but we're we're in the ball field and you know, we, uh, yeah lately we've been yeah. we've been right quite a bit yeah you know <laughs> it's, it's uh pretty cool or ballpark or whatever it's called ball field how did i come up with ball field? <laughs> baseball field ballpark there there we go go anyways uh yeah so let's kind of continue on in in into this cinema cinema con uh d- discussion with that matrix four thing uh gizmodo and uh so everyone that saw the new format for the daily cup of genre yesterday uh let us know what you kind of think of that having us up in a in a uh on a background and 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 the way i did the split screen i know i had a couple of uh boo-boos with video tr- tracks i had like nine video tracks to make that and uh but it wasn't it's not t- too bad of a mishap it's just the intro video isn't full screened and then the ad is split but audio works great and and everything else so let us know how that that is today's uh is a, l- a little bit more uh traditional just because i want feedback and i want to kind of tweak the the system so um yeah anyways uh the, the the matrix uh it says uh uh gizmodo uh reports the f- footage as it begins with a very glossy looking city a psychiatrist neil played by uh neil patrick harris nph uh is the sitting with a patient named thomas thomas is reeves and he's having problems <laughs> he says he's having dreams that aren't quite dreams. We see, see him walking down the street with green matrix code. Am I crazy? He asks. We don't say that. The doctor replies. Thomas is then sitting in a bathtub with a rubber duck on his head. Walks into a coffee shop. Greets Trinity. Have we met? She asks as they shake hands. Well, we, we see that Thomas is taking blue pills at home. Interesting. He looks into the sky and watches a b- bunch of birds flying. He's trying to analyze it. Next, he's in an elevator with a b- bunch of people on their phones. And he looks up at the reflection of everyone looking at screens. And here is where the song White Rabbit begins playing. Uh, yaha, yaha, Abdul Mateen the, the second a g- gentleman from Aquaman played Black Manta, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, yes. Uh, and then, then, uh, um, sh- shows up as a character that looks just like Morpheus with, uh, his, uh, sh- shaved head, tiny sunglasses offers Tom. It's a red pill meets a person with blue hair, has a t- tattoo of a rabbit. This all feel very familiar to us, the audience, because it kind of, uh, it, 
because this is kind of just the matrix again geez they have they're really in in depth and i have to read the this all because we do an audio only version of this uh neo and the person with blue hair walk through a mirror he's in a cafe then he's in a very uh serene dojo which which is on a lake with uh abdul mateen's character who then says the only thing that matters to you is still here he says you'll never give up they begin to perform martial arts and when thomas hits abdul mateen's character hard in the chest and he flies out of the room thomas and blue-haired person are on a train bullet from a sniper shot from far away flies through the train tour toward them tons of action scenes now cut very very quickly see the fields of people plugged into the matrix trinity being unplugged in the matrix blue-haired person jumping over a car in slow motion thomas hold holds bullets in the air helicopter fires a missile at thomas and trinity and Thomas changes its direction midair and shoots it into another helicopter. Then Thomas in an office with a man in a business suit played by Jonathan Groff. You're going back to where it all started, he says, back to the Matrix. Then the title, The Matrix, which fades away, and then re- Resurrections. Um, and then they go into to their opinion of it. What do you, what do you think about that fo- footage description, man? Uh, Tom, it's The fo- Force Awakens, isn't it? kind of sounds like it sounds uh, yeah it sounds a little bit like a reboot <laughs> uh the thing is i've never really been enthralled by the matrix that much other than watching mm-hmm. the first one so i i don't know i don't know if maybe I, I had read some of the things for it but if maybe i missed something or i just don't understand something in particular because whatever it, it, it just wasn't my thing i i appreciate the first one for what it is and then the rest of them just kind of blend blend, blend together I, I I mean I lo- I lo- loved it. I saw saw it in theaters. I think Dad was a drill drill sergeant. Cause it was like ninety eight nine ninety nine, right? And so yeah yeah I would have been at at Fort Benning in in Columbus Georgia, and that that was uh, a lot lot of fun. I mean graphically it was amazing, and you know me I'm a big big, big tech nerd and graphics nerd, uh uh, and I I really enjoyed it, but the second and third one not as not as much. Uh, it was just one of those things where it was a really cool story idea and you were like, yeah, I would love to see more, but then, then, then you realized, oh, more doesn't work for the, this. It's like boondock saints. You thought you wanted more until you saw more and you're like, no, 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 no. I'll just watch the first one. I've only seen the second one like twice. Um, and it's like a lot, a lot of things. There's a lot of shows you can point at and be like, oh man, after season three or four, it just went, went on too, too long. So when I, when I see this, like I, as I'm reading it, I started th- thinking, man, this sounds like the force awakens. This is soft reboot. Remember the, this, remember that it wasn't this fun. wasn't this cool. And kind of like how I said yesterday, man, like, I've had my my nostalgia fancy t- tickled enough, mm-hmm. but like I'm just I'm not saying that I never want something nostalgic or a, a soft reboot or a complete re- reimagining again. I'm just saying I'm I'm kind of ready for more different things right now. Um, but Brian and I were talking about it a bit yesterday, but you know you you. You said you're not t- too much into the ma- matrix, so I mean, is this still something out- outside of work requirement that you would probably see opening well, weekend? To be fair, I watch everything, <laughs> so um, 
that that's tough. That's why to I try to I'm preface a, it as out of work, but you do I, want I, to watch everything. No, I, I watch everything anyway. <laughs> like if like the, the indie or the film, the, the better A24 mm-hmm. films, I'm all for them. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's, uh, I, I guess you can say that I'm not necessarily excited for it. Like yeah. if it got pushed back or it got canceled, I'm not going to bat an eye. Yeah. Am I going to watch it opening day weekend? Absolutely. Uh, Cause I, but, but to be fair, I watch everything opening day weekend. Um, just, just because thanks to, you know, Regal and their awesome pass, I can just, I just go and just get them, get them all done. Cause that's, a, that's, that's the way I, I feel the films are intended to be watched and you have the, the means and the ways to, to go watch them on a big screen, then watch them on a big screen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with with that that idea here, with the whole re- reimaginings, re- reboots, sequels, and 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 whatnot, the nostalgia goggles starting to come off of my myself. Brian kind of s- said similar. You've mentioned that you still enjoy the the rem- remember moments, but yeah, you're into seeing more di- different things as as well. For 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 years, for years, every every Marvel movie. Uh, the the trades and then of course your regular normie new news outlet uh uh with a uh, with uh inter- entertainment uh sections always talk talking about superhero or co- comic book movie fatigue right and I was trying to grapple with these these like feelings of hey am I am I done with some of this stuff is it fatigue or is it just I didn't know, and it's not not just comic book movies, so it's not necessarily superhero fatigue because it's it's the same with Ghostbusters Afterlife, the 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 Matrix. It's it's literally like, guys, let's let's do some something different, you know. It's Star Wars. I I I love it, but I'm like you. It's like Kenobi. Okay, yeah, that's the one I I wanted, but you watered it down by doing all of these other things set. In the same area, Andor, Solo, Rogue One, you know, all this shit between between uh, three and four. And it's like, so you water down the one story b- between three and four. I wanted something about Kenobi with McGregor. And now it's it's really hard to be as excited as I, I would have been had we not gotten all the, those other between three three and four projects and, and future one, ones as well. And and. But that being being said, I see visions, and yeah, I'm part, part you know part of it's the we weeb in me, but it's also just it's different. It's not Skywalker, it's not Solo, it's not uh, uh, Yoda, you, you know, it's not Pal- Pal- Palpatine. So I don't I don't know, man. Do do you think it's superhero fatigue? Do you think it's just general nostalgia fatigue? Is it just me? What what do you uh, think's going it on? It sounds man? like you're just getting old, man. I mean, that's part of it, but <laughs> no. everyone else that's old is all about this nostalgia stuff, except for these little pockets where it seems to be growing. I'm all for it, dude, because 80s and 90s produced some of the best movies. And unfortunately, while there are still some gems out there, a lot of the mm-hmm. big market films, I'm not talking independent films. A lot of the big market films are very, very cookie cutter. Marvel films, as much as you as much as we love them, are cookie cutter films. They're generally the same thing uh with just a just kind of a, a different path Run very a, a well different, yeah. a different color but you know it, it does it does the job I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it but as far as like you know original like getting an original idea like ghostbusters uh robocop 
um you know, teenage mutant ninja turtles uh what's a, what's something else that uh ferris bueller's day off uh i i mean the list All the goes howard, on howard, howard hugh or howard hugh john hughes sorry 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 ladies and gentlemen john, both both br- brilliant men in in multiple ways both made movies but yeah uh J- john hughes yeah all of his, yeah, just, his classic 80s 90s all movies. of the, the the classic monster movies they're just yeah. being recreated because there's there's not enough hell this weekend they're bringing back candy man yeah. uh so i mean that's it seems like that's what we got and you know what oh so sorry keep going um yeah no it it just seems like the there's a lack of creativity it it feels like and and it's just easier and safer for studios to uh just go into the bin find something dust it off and bring it back and uh the problem is we're all for it most of us (laughs) so sorry no no that's it you you did say something specific. You pointed to a few properties that have been sitting, like you said, in in the bin and not not being being used. That's something that I did did bring up. I was like, well, you know, instead of always going to the same bin for the same ca- characters and just changing, well, you know, whatever time, g- gender, ra- race, or or name, or or whatever the case may be, but you you just tell the same thing just you know polished for for today um go to some properties that we haven't seen in a while you know fucking Mm -hmm. dude kids kids today rip out denver the last fucking dinosaur do you remember that shit i don't know if you remember that's a very very like uh obscure 80s 90s cartoon denver the last dinosaur some dinosaur that survived the meteor strike and uh, wakes up in modern times or some shit that's the type of like deep cut that you could take it's got a nifty little little idea a dinosaur that you know froze or whatever and lived to today and then kids adventure there there you go my my point is is exactly what you said there's deep cuts that that we all have memories of uh in enjoyment um a lot of 80s cartoons were garbage but had good premises you know and and good starting ideas go with that like Mm -hmm. we don't need to try another gi joe why didn't you guys try mask like mask is stupid i never watched mask people love mask that's another toy brand that you guys could have tried instead of doing another gi joe guys obviously we don't really care for for live action gi joe but i but i wonder what would happen if you took gi joe and powerhouse animation and let them have have it you know and and instead get get some of the guys and 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 girls i don't know who works on all all the comics but uh that have been working with 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 the comic line you know i know the comics are very very popular for for those that that read them and why not do that for gi joe and try mask instead i don't know what what do you think should they go for the deep cuts man they haven't been doing that so it, it, i mean it they, all a lot of those projects get put into development and then just thrown away at some point yeah you hear you hear about things like that happening yeah and and then they just don't make it farther than than kind of the the creative office so i don't know yeah it's it's just i i mean look look at look at all of the movies the big movies that that are that are we're all hyped for right now uh james bond is obviously james bond from a franchise mm-hmm. we're just talking about matrix 4 
uh, Batman, Spider Man, Venom. Uh, uh, I'm not excited for Venom. <laughs> uh, just, uh, yeah, just just a bunch of films that aren't necessarily original. So I think. I think maybe we've plateaued on ideas. Is that what's going on? It might be. It seems like it seems like the only person who can give us original ideas is Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, they're they're t- taking classic classic things and themes and and uh, putting great unique. And that's the beauty of animation. But I mean, they take they 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 do that. What you what you're talking about? They really dig deep. Oh yeah. In a well. Oh yeah. And and. Uh, and and do something original. They're I, not afraid. They're they're not afraid to have fantastical characters or settings. Right. That, that's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell. It's like you said. But Marvel's very cookie cutter, but they do it so well, right? They they do they do it so well that we we fully enjoy it. It's that 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 comfort food, you know. It's that slice yeah. Marvel Marvel's that classic cheeseburger. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Exactly. You could always rely on it. Um, and I, I love, I love Pixar. Um, I like that they, you know, started pushing themselves and, and playing with different art, art styles. And I like how Disney animation did, did that. And I, I, I do, I really, I want to see animation em- embraced for, for more projects, both kid, kid friendly, fa- family friendly, and, and, and of course, uh, uh, adult, you know, more, more adult, more mature and not always, not always like, you know, sexually mature or violently mature. Like I, I told Brian, if this Ghostbusters isn't successful, if Afterlife isn't successful, right? No more movies. Do an animated show that that is exactly like the the cartoon with a touch more horror. That's it. Nothing. Not super scary. Just up the horror a little. A little. Keep it PG thirteen. Up the horror just a tad, and do do an animated eight eight four forty minute episodes, six forty minute episodes, ten thirty minute episodes, something like that. You know, that's that's what I want to see. I want to see that almost as bad as I want to see this ad from Grow Generation. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Yes, thank you guys so much for sp- sponsoring the show. Do please check them out. out. Let them know uh, where you heard about them from, from from the Daily Cup of Genre on LRM and the Genreverse. So yeah, man. Uh, so I got a... I got a spicy, quick topic oh, no. I want your opinion on. <laughs> What's up? Uh, this morning, and I have it. Uh, I had it up. I guess I don't anymore. What, what did I put? It? Okay, here it is. Uh, on from Variety, and actually, it's being posted everywhere now. Uh, man named Spencer Eldon. Does that does that name mean anything to you? No, not off the. It shouldn't top of my actually. Head. But you've seen his. You've seen his baby picture a billion times. Because he's the the baby that was used for the album cover for Nirvana's Nevermind. Ah. Uh. So, uh, as as you know, because it's so such a just a famous cover, it's a baby and he's chasing a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um. Now at uh at a much older age, he is suing Nirvana for um for calling the the picture. Yeah, I, child. I yeah I see. Yeah. Uh so 
and the only and the reason I bring it up is um the the issue I have with this lawsuit is that throughout his life he has consistently recreated the image himself. Um, and people people on Twitter had been have been posting about it. Um, and for through childhood and adult, he had he had been recreating the image uh, underwater, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. And, and I and I guess uh, I guess uh, he needs money. This is what it kind of, kind of seems like. I mean, look, uh, a few few we, weeks ago, we didn't do do a Tech Two Tuesdays segment yesterday. So I guess, guess you know, Wild Card Wednesday. We'll we'll talk talk tech, tech. So a few weeks ago, Apple talked about their their algorithms and and their monitoring of photos that you take on your on your device uh uh even before you you store them on the cloud and thing things like that and they've got markers looking for uh ex- exploited kids right in a very 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 sp- specific right. way <clears throat> now i'm a big privacy person not because of e- illegal things but there's there's financial data that p- people deal with people use their devices as both both personal things and and work things with appropriate encryption devices but if or app applications but if apple's able to bypass that encryption then I- anyone can right and that's where privacy is a big deal everyone's always likes to say well if you're not do- doing anything wrong then why sh- should you be upset it's not necessarily the the what the government can do although that is a a big deal because oppressive governments exist across the, the world right now and uh in, encryption and and backdoors things like the uh uh the onion onion router and and virtual pri- private networks allow political dissidents in oppressive countries to c- communicate get stories out ask for aid these are important mm. things to have it's it's beyond some some pervert on the internet uh uh you know, it's it's well beyond that. So, they 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 released this this al- algorithm, and the first thing I'm thinking is, how many times have I t- taken a funny p- picture of my kid at the the beach, and there's been kids out there with their their shirts off? Is my phone gonna get tapped for? Oh, he's got a bunch of shirt shirtless kids on on a picture. Well, yeah, I took a picture of my kid at the beach to share with his grandparents, right? But. Mm-hmm. You're you're not gonna get they they try to call them everywhere. You're not gonna get t- tipped off for sh- sh- you know p- pictures of your kids like like this. Uh, but if you get enough check marks, then a physical person has to look at all the images. Screw that job job. Like <laughs> no, and I I don't even want to think about the le- legal ramifications of Apple saying hey you look at bad potentially bad bad stuff. But um. It's it's just the the idea of something like this that in in the uh, article that I, I looked up by uh, BBC News they they pointed out very clearly that non uh, sexualized photos of of infants are generally not considered to be you know illegal under U.S. law because God God every every one of us just about has a photo out there for, from mom or dad of us in in the bath the sh- shower a swimming pool nude because we were doing doing something funny or or cute it's again like like they said non non-sexual man it this is this is a, a an issue you like you said he's got all this history of it was never a problem until all of a sudden it's 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 a a problem 
and I'm not I'm not saying the the BBC doesn't cover any of the any of the uh you know hymns saying that it's you know it's uh uh ruined me or ruined my life or what whatever but i i don't i don't know what what the the thing he's trying to to get at i i i don't know man do do you see this as a dangerous precedent uh, along with Uh, the apple stuff um no i i unfortunately man i trust apple pretty pretty good all my products are apple products so, so the and, iCloud leak of of uh, all those celebrity nudes and stuff like that 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 makes you feel real secure in 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 Apple looking at your stuff stuff and storing. The thing it. is, I I don't have I don't. I hate to say it this way. I hate I hate to say it this way, man. But I it doesn't. I don't care. <laughs> if someone if somebody wants to look at my stuff, someone's gonna look at my stuff regardless of the algorithm, regardless of the cloud setting android apple we're in a world where everything is digital now so and we um, keep making it e- easier just because oh well they'll, they'll do do it any any yeah but place. as far as who who i feel safest with i will say it is apple so Hello. uh you know go ahead sorry yeah that, then that's that's really that's really it there's nothing i just i see this as a as a potential if this goes on now, I I I am almost certain that it'll get smacked down in a in a like uh um criminal setting. They might be able to get something like, oh, we didn't intend for his uh 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 body parts to be to be shown. It was only supposed to be uh you know from a certain angle. Maybe he could get a civil suit out of out of that. I don't I don't know, but. My my fear is then other people with maybe well off parents who like I said there's photo albums with me and in in uh you know underwear and, and stuff in my parents' photo albums. What what if someone wants to sue their par- parents because they know their parents got my oh my parents once showed this picture of me that's in a photo album and it and it caused me great pain and and trauma and now they can and there's there's precedence. Like no, I said, just, man, it's just, it's, just like just, just like this, uh, just this lawsuit. It's it's a stretch. I know, and it's like, and it's just a money grab. But no, you can't. You, you, it's your parents. They have they have guardianship over you. They they technically. I know, dude, dude. But we yeah. have we have. I think, right. Sorry, go ahead. No, I I think you're, you're kind of stretching a little too far at this point with I, I, that specifically. There's a uh t- twitch streamer i can't remember their their name i caught a drama you youtuber uh uh vi- video yesterday on this uh apparently uh this this streamer kissed one of their friends and uh it was like at a party setting and it was not like a a long thing it was like a oh funny mo- drunken moment i don't know if they were drinking alcohol or or not but it was like one of those t- types of things oh we're being s- stupid and that the people watching the stream immediately jumped to like uh uh non-consensual and 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 accusing the the uh the famous person of 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 assault and and dude like that's why i'm saying it's it's 2021 it's not necessarily any one thing is big it's a whole bunch of little things are stack up and and allow some bad bad things to happen that's that's my my fear it's not any one thing because on the surface yes what apple wants to do very noble I just don't think the method is right. Uh, what what 
this person from the photo might have gone through. I don't know what he's gone through. Maybe he is putting deep-seated uh, uh, emotions aside to make money off of the photo, and he can't do it any anymore. I don't think that's likely, but it, it could be. Uh, so the, the lawsuit has validity potentially, but again, if it's just a money grab, it sets a da dangerous precedent if legally anything is said like that that's why i hate th things and without getting too too political i hate judicial review and i i hate precedents and they're unconstitutional bite me <laughs> anyways man what what do, do you have any other uh takes yes. on it? um no just yeah actually i think that was that was the thing is that it would set a dangerous precedent to other kids who have been used on albums or things like that uh because but may but the thing is what makes him look really bad is that he's all those years amount of times it. and the fact that um on on one of the one of the one of the reports was was saying that that he had reached out to nirvana for i think an art show to help him out or something and they didn't and all of a sudden there's a lawsuit so it, it just it just looks bad so i mean what are you gonna do um yeah Optimism. so yeah let's uh i'll, I'll um I'll lighten it up a bit for you. Sure. Oh, you got another one. Um, I don't. Well, do it's a, much. it's a, it's a thought. Okay. What are, what are you thinking? Should Rotten Tomatoes wait to release release their tomato scores until a week after a movie's out? <sighs> because this is, this is so, 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 sorry. Go ahead. Because the and the reason I say this is if if you. If you release it to if they do their initial reveal, 50, 60 reviews, if the movie is good, I, I think it has a high chance usually of being certified fresh. Whereas if you wait, you're going to have a lot of movies that are going to end up in the 80s instead of the 90s. And I, I don't know why I don't know why it bother I don't know why it bothers me, but it, it's it almost seems like it it has become instead of a, a review thing, now it's more of a marketing thing. I can see that. I so can see that. It, I um, so I mean yeah, I I see what you're you're go going with and in, in the way they've basically monetized and 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 get their their revenue by uh uh the they they businessified fucking reviews man like they really really did in in a really br brilliant way and that brings issues uh there there's always complaints you know uh what do they call it brigading or or something review bombing is what i've always heard it but i've heard someone say say the ter term what is brigading someone let me know know in the comments um you you have claims of that. You've always got these these drastic di differences in in critics versus uh, uh, the audience. But but you and I know, of course, from reading old newspaper reviews, from having to look at at newspapers to see what movies were going to be playing at our theater, uh, and they would often have reviews and and grades. We already knew that critics don't always agree with the audience that they that they think think differently they they approach things di differently um 
but a lot of people they never had that you know they mm -hmm. they grew up in this digital age where they could just look up the the movie time and they never had to see the reviews so i think now people are i i no they shouldn't wait but i see why you would want them to and could they be asked to could the industry work with their their uh uh not moratoriums what's the word uh where they hold where hey you can't not not boycott well what is the word where you can't say your re reaction or review before this point what is that point called again uh, uh um the barricade point now yeah i keep bouncing around embargo? the embargo embargo thank thank yeah. you embargo uh the 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 embargo like i i could see where industry might play play around with it waiting until after it's released i i don't know no no i'm not saying i'm not saying reviews i'm saying just that score yeah uh, well uh, because before, for, well for example uh black widow black widow its initial score was at a like an 86 percent yeah. and it dropped all the way to an 80 which is actually a pretty significant drop if you think about it that's your that's the difference between the a uh, with b plus almost to an I, see a minus, I see what you're to, saying to now b minus almost to a c yeah so, so I, I get that in that case yeah i i could kind of see them pushing a certain threshold maybe not a date time but a hey the score only co comes out once we cross 40 uh critical reviewers 50 cr critical reviewers something like that they already do they already do that but up it i'm saying up oh it. up it. okay yeah yeah i don't know what the because i've seen it with it where it's like 20 or 30 on there that's why i was saying high, higher numbers so because that's that's what happens you're, you're those initial uh critic reviews and you know what my it might be also what weight do, do they give cr critics for wh which films and uh do do they prioritize so if oh, you're yeah, okay. if you're prioritizing certain critics because of the feedback loops for their their websites or their their outlets channels whatever if you're doing that and, and making money off of the the uh priority that definitely affects the score and for certain that sh that should be ac accounted for by either de delaying the score cuz i mean people are interested in what the critic has to has to say at least those little blurbs um and you could always give the critics personal score if it's you know one one through five a a, a through f whatever whatever without giving the a aggregate uh rot rotten tomato score so yeah mm -hmm. they should they should definitely try to c compensate as much as they can for b bias in the numbers because you are right could be used advantageously for for one group over a, another and rotten tomatoes holds the keys to to that castle yeah it, it just it, it's just weird sometimes i'll go back and then it's like wait a minute this was this was uh this was way higher when it was when it was initially initially released mm -hmm. as in the score not the film right um what happened like what where was the drop in and and obviously that's never going to come out or that at that point it's buried because nobody cares anymore. Uh, so I, I just find it just a little ingenuous, ingenuine. And, and, it, and then that's what made me think that made, what made me start thinking. Th then this becomes more, 
marketing for the movie than than an actual genuine review and, and, and because because that score is going to drop but i get that it's also a a group of scores mm-hmm. so so like each of them have their own opinions and so i, I don't know it, it's it's a good system i still i still like it I, I just that that's a thought that kind of was swimming through my head yesterday when i was looking up a few things and just i mean that what i'm Tell me you're gonna ask me to to give you a better idea of how to do it. I'm, I don't have one. <laughs> but but the well, but the critic the critics because like for like the the audience scores, I mean th- those are instantaneous, right? Like did mm-hmm. you just watch the movie, did you like it or not? But yeah, the, I just think the critic score, um maybe give it through that weekend and on that Monday or something. That'll but, find find a way to make make sure that you're compensating for potential drops whether that's via time upping the the count threshold uh holding the score what what whatever you're you're right you should you you because you're you're we we've already seen like warner brothers try to manipulate the rotten tomato system disney just figured it out by being like you said said cookie cutter they know the formula it's like the youtube viral viral video formula it exists you can utilize it not everyone can make it big forever but you'll get a you'll probably get a couple of of viral videos out of it um and i you you can't you can't can't hate the hate the game right you know what you know what we might do then what's that uh just on our part we we may do uh, and this is something that you know some one of us can undertake, and maybe I'll I'll do it. Uh, we'll, we'll do we'll do like a score, in, you know, a month after. And how did it hold up? Yeah, that could be interesting. I think that might that might be that might be a good way to to actually just just finish analyzing the film. Is like take take maybe the top three films of the month or the four or whatever, and kind of ask ask ourselves how 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 did it fare from its initial score to to when it was released yeah not yeah i, I kind of i kind of like that because idea. like look at jungle cruise for example currently now it's at 63 percent and it was it was high high when it for it was, it was quite it was like a bit 80s, high wasn't it? i could find it um i think it, i think it was like 70s or or 80s um but yeah i i i get it i do we'll 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 when it comes to reviews for for my myself personally, I'm always the type that, like I said, I want to actually read the review because how the reviewer talks about the things is going to let me know wh- whether or not this person actually enjoys the type type of film they're reviewing. Because we can we can say we're being critical all that day. Art is always subjective, and we're always going to have a personal. No matter how hard you try not to be right. And, honestly guys a lot of critics i know they don't try to hide their bias they'll straight up say i hate x y and z and because i hate x y and z this is trash i didn't like it i hated it and sure they're they're a critic i mean what what good does that type of opinion help anyone with except for people that are exactly like you uh but if you take the rotten tomatoes reviews and you take something like uh, the cinema score, which is more scientific of audiences than uh, others, 
and I, I've explained that in, in past uh, uh, episodes. Um, it's not per- perfect, but you can kind of get a, a rough idea of what you should spend your money on. It's like any news news story. You got to take it from a few sources. Check the original sources. Is there a, a quote? Is there a, a video? Is there a, a something tangible that that can't can't be affected by uh, opinions? And then you you take that and you t- take the opinions and you you make you make an in- informed decision. All too often, we want we we want others to make the decisions for us, and that's how we end up with venom. Let there be carnage. Letting that's others make bro. the decisions for <laughs> letting others make the decisions for yeah. us. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't want I just don't want you know, our viewers to think that another country is part of our decision. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just um. Because in general, I don't care about the scores as far as what I'm going to watch. Because I told you, I watch everything. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, every, everybody has their own opinion of what they, they're going to like and they're not going to like. Uh, it, it's just, um, it's just interesting to, to watch it now. And, yeah. And uh, I, I think it started off with with watching the the weekend numbers and seeing how how those correlate week to week and project to project and everything. Like I. Fun. I feel like if I keep doing that, though, I'm going to end up with charts and graphs on, in, like, on, a, on a board and everything. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> and, and so now I was like, I'm looking at reviews and things like that. Like, oh, how's, how's that doing? It's like, what is, it, what is this? What's going on here? How is, why, why did this? Go? But yeah, you're right. Like we watched some suicide. We read some Suicide Squad reviews from the Rotten Tomatoes and some of the better reviews were James Gunn's an asshole. And it was like <laughs> one. It was like, what does that have to do with the film? Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, at all, just so I, I, I mean, you got you gotta love it, man. There's there's so much when it comes to movies, when it comes to cinema in general. Like just today, we we talked about previews, we've talked about behind the scenes footage, reviews. Uh, I mean, there's just actually watching movies, and I mean, it's it's such a beautiful art to to be able to hell sit here and talk about it most of the time. Yeah, I and it's it's like I I said about the ghostbusters and spider-man and 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 the nostalgia goggles thing it's it's not that i'm i'm not necessarily hating on things and saying that they sh- shouldn't make these things i i hope things are good good i've matured i don't root for things to fail because while i might not like a writer a d- director or even an a- actor actress that shouldn't affect the the job of the the cameraman man the electrician the the lighting the makeup crew the set design you know like i don't want a project to fail because a lot of people put hard work into to something so don't take that you know yeah sure i'll complain about a pro- product like you with an- animation always saying it's not made f- for us yeah i get it 100 percent. i'm happy they're making something for someone today yes sure i wish they'd make something for me but you know, I hope that I can get in into it or my kid can get into it, whatever it may may be. But yeah, dude, dude, film, entertainment, TV, all, all of that stuff. Humans have been telling each other stories for centuries. And now we get to do it in really, really cool ways to where we don't have to do just imagine table. it in our mind, you know? 
it's <laughs> fun. It's it's cool. I like it. You know what's also cool, cool? If everyone would check out uh, LRMOnline.com every day for all their entertainment news, needs, and opinions. If everyone would uh, please subscribe to the U- YouTube channel where you can catch uh, uh, the Daily Cup of Genre every mo- Monday through Friday. Uh, Thursdays, we're usually live, 9.35 Eastern Time. And then, uh, of course, we have the interview side. Uh, Nancy Gig-, Gig and Manny do a lot of in- interviews with c- creators and and uh, celebrities, actors, a- actresses, co- comic book ar- artists, and, and everything, everything. And, of course, we have a whole, whole bunch of podcasts on our podcast network, the Genre podcast network from lrm on online wherever you get your uh your podcast from spotify google apple all all, all of that and mo- most of those shows and anime versal reviews breaking geek radio radio uh marvel multiverse mayhem talking about what if today we didn't even talk about that we'll talk talk about it tomorrow uh um it's it's all also on on youtube so if you and several of them are are video series like like this one so yeah manny what else do you have to say for the end of the show show today <laughs> End of the show. Um, bye. No, I'm just okay. kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I got some. I got some cool stuff coming up. I have. I have an actress from Shang Chi that I'm talking with today, um, as well as I'm doing the cast and directors for a very heavy movie called Paper Tiger, based on a on a real story. And yeah, quite a bit. And and Nancy and Gig are still at CinemaCon, so we're still gonna get those nice mm-hmm. bits reactions from them. And um. That's really about it. I think I think cool. we're we're good. All right, right? Then uh unless something happens, everyone, we should see you guys uh uh tomorrow lot like should should be around 35 East or Pacific 935 Eastern. There you go. Anyways, I'm done. Lucky Land Slots, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.